0: What's up people? You're tuned into Living Millennially with Stefkai, a safe place tackling life as a millennial, discussing topics we should be talking about but are afraid. From the highs and the lows of relationships to the struggles of everyday life, church, work, people, and staying sane. Let's break it down and detox as we try to find a way to make it out alive. If you don't show up for yourself, then who will? It's a safe space. Make we now. Living Millennially with Stefkai. carry on You can carry on on, on. You can carry on When life comes and knocks you down And you feel you can't carry on I'll be there To lift you from the and give you strength to carry on you can carry on you can carry on you can carry on on. Alrighty guys, welcome to another episode of Living Millennially with Steph Guy. This is episode 11 and uh, (laughs) this is one of the episodes that I've really been dreading as I said on Instagram when I posted the promo photo or or promo flyer, sorry, and I'm just going to talk about dealing with my grief and really how I overcame that. Now, let me just put this out as a disclaimer, I have never really spoken about this to anybody. Even my closest friends, like, I've not really gone in depth as to what really happened and all of that. So this is really a way of just freeing myself and just saying, you know, this happened and it's a point of my life it's not to seek like any form of pity or anything like that it's just for you to share and for persons who can empathize for persons who can relate and for persons just to understand what it is when somebody is going through grief let me just start by saying grief is not an easy thing it's not an easy thing and it's an ongoing thing so let me start by just saying who my grandmother was if you know me very well i am like the apple of my grandmother's eyes both her grandsons i have an older brother who is we're 10 years apart she loved us very dearly she loved us very dearly we were well taken care of it was just what we knew and we knew our grandmother growing up my mother wasn't the type to like you know load us off on the grandparent thing and let her grow us but she really was a very important part of my upbringing, my growth as a person and how I am today, who I am today. so my grandmother died in two thousand and fifteen I can remember that I can remember the time very vividly, but before that, one day I was at home this was before graduating from university, uh, UA and we were home alone because mommy had gone to. So I'm getting into the story now about what really happened. Mommy had gone to I think the country to celebrate some reunion that she was having with one of her old past past schools. Blah blah blah. And uh, I was I was home alone with grandma, and she was in her room, and I was studying for exams because it was it was finally and it was the final uh set of exams so i was doing a final assignment before the final exam uh, before the exam started i think i think this was my final final exam yeah and you know i I i would go and check on her and all of that and all of that um and i remember doing the assignment it was for this course called new venture management or something of that sort And I said to her, you know, everything is okay. And she said, yeah, everything was fine. Now, I went back around to my room and not going to make this long and drawn out and whatever. I'm just really going to speak about it and just like let it all out. I went back around to my room and uh, I fell asleep. Now, when I woke up, it was really, really, really weird. So I said, let me go and check on grandma. Um, before that, before I fell asleep, I said to her, you know, do you want pizza? And cause she was like, she's hungry and whatever. And I was like, you want pizza? And she like pizza, whatever. So I got the pizza for her and we both ate the pizza, but she never really ate a lot. And I was saying that's strange. Cause she's a very fast, delicate old lady. And she will, she will tell her mind. I fell asleep and i i I woke up now it was like something jolted me out of my sleep and when i went around there in her room she was her mouth was wide open she was stiff she was non-responsive she was unresponsive i didn't know what to do i i was startled i was so startled guys Because remember, I'm at home alone with her. Now, from the signs of what was happening, she was murmuring. You know, she was peeing uncontrollably. um, She felt really heavy. Her speech was stuttered. So based on those signs, I could tell that it was a stroke. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a first responder or anything like that. But from the little I know, you know, I was just trying to. Honestly, guys, I'm going to be 100% honest. I did not know what to do. I called my mommy, she was in, in She was in country, and I was like, mommy, you know, grandma is kind of non-responsive, and then my mother was like, oh, God, so she had to dash back from Clarendon, rushed, came in, and when she came, it just didn't look pretty, it did not look pretty, it was the first I'd seen my grandmother like that, and you know, like, when you're going through life, you're like, you know, when your grandparents die, or you know, if anything happened to them, but when you're faced with the reality of it, it's a totally different situation. It was just one of those moments in my life that i'm not somebody who gets lost for words easily and it was just a loss for words so she had a caretaker i call a caretaker the caretaker came back and it's so funny because the caretaker passed um last year and they were really very close she developed a very close bond with her and the came and she was like mama 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 can we call her mama and you know she was just not she was just not responding <sighs> mommy came now you know everything is happening so this this now with me you now with i don't process things like that readily so i was just there standing up looking i was like whatever when i lifted her up i was like why is she she's so heavy Anyway, mommy came now and mommy is like, ver- she's a frantic person. You can't re- If you're going to do something and it's wrong doing it, you call my mother. Chances are, do not call her because yeah, y'all gonna get kicked. So she, she came and, you know, mommy was like, oh my God, what's happening? You know, we're talking and she was, she, we could hear that she was trying to say words, but it, it wasn't coming out as audible. She was just saying, rah, 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 rah. yeah. So we could realize that it was a stroke. So, at that time I wasn't driving, Um, we called a cab and I opted not to go to the hospital because I could not manage that, it was too much for me, can't see. And I remember when she went in the cab, I said to her, Grandma, you okay? And it wasn't audible, but I could remember, she squeezed my hand three times. And it felt really odd because, you know... I, I, I don't know what that meant. And I said to her, I know I will see a man. I know I will see a man. So I don't have to worry myself. And she squeezed my hand three times. And then the car went off. Now, during that week, it was very hard to sleep. It was, it was just very hard for me. My grandmother, as I said in the beginning of the podcast, is very close to me. Um, she was very close to me. And... Uh, She went to KPH, we took her to KPH, now compounding situation happened at KPH, when she went to the hospital she developed pneumonia. It it just seems like it's a thing at KPH and I'm not trying to bash any medical providers or doctors or anything but she's not the first case when we hear so when you know and if I'm speaking from an ignorant point of view I'd love if somebody you know instagrams me or whatever and tells me why so many people who got to KPH end up developing pneumonia no clue because when when we were down there she was just left exposed her chest outside all of that stuff but we're not here to rant so during that time when she was in the hospital she went into the hospital on the sunday and i did not visit mommy went every day i told mommy i cannot manage that plus it was leading up to my final day of the leading up to final exams so during that week you know it kept on going over my mind this song it's this song by, uh, geez, it's by C.C. Winans and it's, um, oh, don't cry for me. And it just kept playing. It just kept playing over. It just kept playing over, it just kept playing over. And I was just like, Whoa what could this really be? And like sometime I'd just be studying or doing an exam or sorry, doing an assignment and my mind would just flash. I'm like, suppose grandma dies. So like I was right, I was starting to get cope with the, the thought of her not being here anymore. And the week passed. I remember now on Sunday, I was supposed to sing at church. I did sing at church. And the songs that I sang was, um, I, I, I sang, I Look To You by Whitney Houston. And if you know me, I'm a Whitney Houston gag boy. When I sing in the song, it just felt so different from every single time I sang at church. And as soon as we, as soon as I finished the song, mommy got a call from a nine two something number that, that represents the um, region of downtown because she was at KPH. And we missed the call. And when mommy saw it, mommy said to me, Stefan, this is it. And she called back the number and the person said, uh, Mrs. Morris, we're asking that you come down to the hospital um, immediately. Mommy with my strong, well, Mommy with fair strength. self, she took it literally and she just walked straight out of the church and like she was going to walk into the road. Uh, one of her church sisters, um, I have to say thanks to Sister Sandra Parchment, who is now Deaconess Sandra Part- Parchment, she came and she grabbed and she's like what's happening what's happening and then she explained the situation and then she took us down to the hospital when we went to the hospital guys this the sad news broke that my grandmother had passed from she passed at early in the morning and when she passed i distinctly remember getting ready for church and it just felt so different getting ready for church it's almost as if i knew that she passed but it's just like i i didn't get the confirmation so i asked to see her in the morgue and they allowed us to do that mommy couldn't manage that luckily she was freshly wrapped and she was in the morgue and one she had a very she had a laser left eye because her sight was going um and when i went in there i saw her she just looked like she was sleeping and one of her eyes were open and i closed it and i said grandma thank you so much for every single thing that you've ever done for me um it was just weird seeing a lifeless body this person that like from her that baby i used to run up and down with um it was just hard and you know for a very long time For, for for a little while i blamed myself for my grandmother's death because i was there with her alone and you know my mother had to be saying to me no Stefan, it, it's just what needed to happen it's just what needed to happen and it was just grandma's time and i just had to hold on to that because like i was like what could i have done differently i was there alone with her and that was just what was going through my mind and it, it was it was it wasn't a lot to process, manual. It wasn't a lot to process people. Um, fast forward to it was hard. Fast forward to preparations for the funeral. Now, as the wash belly of the wash belly daughter, I was fully in charge this is my grandmother i didn't care they wanted her to be cremated i was like no she's not going to be cremated um i don't care if it's cheap i don't care whatever she's just not being cremated so we went i picked out the casket at this point mommy just allowed me to do everything because i guess she knew how much it meant to me so even though it was her mother she allowed me to take the reins of the situation um a lot of familial issues and and disputes happened and you know there was a great drama between the family and i'm like in death there's still mess you know and i think in death that's when real family drama just start to come out of nowhere to the point where some people didn't even attend the funeral and all that but that's beside the point my grandmother was late to rest properly um so the funeral came um so we we got all of that preliminary stuff out of there and luckily because she died at uh, um luckily because she died at the hospital. It wasn't so hard to get the, you know, necessary certificates and whatever. whatever it was. Ah uh, no. It's the day of the funeral. Um the 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 hearse. Um the casket. The body nowhere to be found. The funeral is at two. Um, it is now two fifteen, two thirty. Nobody. Literally, I was starting to get a little frantic. I was like, "Um, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening?" Where is my grandmother? Yeah, me kind of wanting her off. Anyway, the body came, and immediately when she during all of this period, guys, I never really cried because it still never hit me. Um, and uh, you know, <laughs> the body came, and when they opened that casket, my grandmother did not look like that. Yeah. You know, uh, and that is the moment that I brought on. You know, like when them said cobalt, yeah, me kind of gave the old farm. Me, 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 I, 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 I weeped um, and they had to take me outside. I was even getting shortness of breath. That's how bad it was. Anyway, I delivered the remembrance, the, the, the remembrance, <laughs> the remembrance, and it was really well done. It was really well done and I can remember an excerpt of it talking about how my mother was a police and the fact that you know (laughs) my mother used to always behave like she's police and my grandmother would always spoil me and slip things in my hand and slip money in my hand and I would always get to buy a sweetie and whatever but I always treated her and she always said you know you're a very good singer and all that stuff and uh, I want you to do the best in life. Um, no, it was the graveside, and I just want to say right now thanks to all of my friends who supported me through this period. You know, Gavain, Davian, Daniel, um, Jaren who came to the funeral, Nicoy, uh, Peter, and Lindsay so many people who supported me during that period. Akeisha, a, a lot of persons supported me. Two, it. I just want to thank everybody who supported me during that period. And I'm not going to call any names because I don't want to leave anybody out. But you know yourselves, guys. So, no, guys, it was time for the graveyard. And um, she was buried. She is buried at Medarist. And the body went down. And uh, that happened. So, uh, the funeral, she died on April 12th. And the funeral was now on... uh, Um, May 3rd. May 4th is my final exam. The final, final core exam of university. Now when I come home from the funeral, guys, I did not study for this exam. And this was like one of the major exams. People who did my degree, you know which exam I attack. It was one of the major, major exams. And fast forward, it was Monday. Sunday, Monday. And the exam came. Guys, I'm not even trying to make up anything right now. But, me never study. I did not study for the exam. And, I just went in there and wrote. I came out. I even asked for extra paper. And when I got back the grade, I got a, um A-. And I was like, trust me, that couldn't be nobody else but God, I'm a grandmother. Because she clearly that couldn't have been anybody else, but my, gr- but my grandmother or God, because <laughs> I don't know how I got that. I don't know how I got that. And honestly, at this point, I want to big up my study partners during university, Peter and Peart and Lindsay Lodenque. um Guys, <laughs> y'all know, yeah, the real MVPs. Like, without you, I would not be finished university right now. So you guys are really a uh, strength and support. So I want to say thanks to you guys. You'll understand from this episode that I'm just really here to talk about grief And how I dealt with it Now, my, my best friend who is Gavin You know, sometimes when I when I get into a mood He'll be like, you're gone into that mood, don't you? And you know, I'll be thinking about my grandmother And you know, certain times he'll pick up when I'm talking about stuff Pick up yourself, Gavin Can't stun him Anyway, moving on um, And honestly, guys I just want to say that like death is something that i want us to remember that it's final it's very final it's final it's not like the person gone to america to come back the person is no longer living they're no longer a construct in this whole atmosphere and sometimes i think that people are very insensitive of the things they say to persons who are grieving and sometimes i think people feel like like you know because a person died five ten years ago you should be healed fully you know grieving is a process and i'm not honestly i'm not here to preach to anybody this is just my personal situation and i just want people to understand it you know and i want people to be respectful about how they approach persons the other day i was on twitter and i saw like um one of my followers or posted that you know his mom died and somebody kind of, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, kind of said like, your mom the whole long now? Why are you still uh, crazy excitement or that for? And you could see that you really shattered the guy. And things like that, we have to be careful about, you know, what what we say. Don't make a joke out of it. And if you're making a joke, make sure it's something that the person is comfortable with. How I dealt with grief and how I dealt with the death of my grandmother, I just i just remember the good times with her and every time i had flashback i remember her like would be saying something right now and my grandmother was a very spiritual lady she was very spiritual she was like meeting god put her in at the front of the line with him i give her christianity and uh, you know th- that is really why i have the the spiritual um sometimes i feel like i get some of her gifts you know um but we have to be careful about what we say to people. Dealing with grief for me was a lot because um, I, I only knew my grandmother and my mother. My father was there, but like they really were the mammoth part of my life. And I really owe a lot to them. So let us be mindful of the things we say to persons who lose loved ones because it's hard And I always said to people like the funeral is the best part of the thing meaning like you have all of the support but then when everybody disperses that family member has to the family has to go through it alone and I also remember one of my friends Davian Lindo I, I know you won't mind me sharing this Davian um she lost two grandparents like back to back and Davian was her world was was like stripped away from her but with 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 good friends and friends who understand the type of person you are We were able to build her up And I'm not gonna lie there are moments when I'll just be at home and like I'll just start to like sniffle and cry I'll just snap back into it and like say but she's in a better place She's no longer in pain You know like the things I should complain about and my grandmother died at the age of like um um, 80 88 I think that's a well-lived life. She lived the 3 score and 10 We have to be mindful of those stuff guys in the midst of death after the healing starts to, you know, occur, um, we have to find that need to rediscover one's own life in this whole dynamic of life and what it is that we are here to do. You know, like what's the source and purpose of our lives? And while the pain of a loved one, the loss of a loved one, is real. It must be felt, there comes a point when we have to, you know, begin to live our lives again Because this is what our loved ones would want for us, you know And this is what I use to push through I have a friend and the friend lost their grandmother as well And, you know, whenever we talk, I can see that the person really loved their grandmother To that friend, I just want to say, hold fast, just remember the good times remember the good times it's hard to say that but trust me it's when you remember the good times and you 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 launch from that it's easier to get through working through overcoming the death of a loved one you'll come to that place of accepting that death is a reality death is something for all of us it's not something that we should be shied away from the biggest politician to the lowest street the homeless person everybody faces death at some point in in our lives you know bereavement and grief they are your own people for persons who have lost loved ones for persons going through grief right now take your time don't swallow yourself into it but take your time guys and for persons who can't understand it just respect somebody's grief process respect somebody's grief process because you don't know what they're going through you just simply don't know what they're going through because today we're here we always say this lightly today we're here and tomorrow we're not and i think we should just live life the best we can honor god in everything we do and if you're not a christian just try to live an amicable life and live peace peace peacefully with all men because we don't know what, what any number any card can any card can draw any number can call Be kind to yourself and know that you'll wake one day and find that the pain gets lesser and lesser. 2015 to to now, I feel much, much better in myself and I'm I'm not so emotional about it anymore. Um, I still get emotional. There are days I will get emotional, but I thank God for taking me this far because he took somebody very close to me, but the Lord gives and he takes. And we must remember that everything in life has a season and that includes our lifespan. So guys, this episode was really just me sharing, you know, a really heart-rending experience and situation and how I overcame it. It's not gonna be a bus series. It's just me sharing openly and honestly with everybody. And guys, for anybody who is experiencing this particular feeling right now, go through it. Go through it. If you want to cry, you cry never let anybody tell you that your grief is too much never let anybody tell you that you are the one feeling your emotions your emotions are as intense as they can get go through it guys i want to just say thanks so much for listening to me um my mother left yesterday so i'm just here recording this episode and like it's very lonely like i don't hear in the background like oh me can make me can't come in now yeah, so big up Shirley, anywhere you are, or where, wherever you are. And I just want to say to my grandma, if I if I could see her right now, I just want to say to her, grandma, I really hope that you are proud of me, and that me love you like cook food. I may just miss your cooking. I may just really wish that you know things could have been different. And 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 I, I'm happy that you knew me for the child that you grew. And I just hope that you are really resting sincerely in peace and uh, you know giving like god some good 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 help up there thanks so much guys for listening to this episode to that friend out there that to that person out there that you know lost a loved one i say it again and again go through your grief it could be 40 years ago you know but we have to grieve healthily and you know pace yourselves if you need to see a shrink if you need to see a doctor if you need to see a therapist do what's best for you guys because at the end of the day your loved one has transitioned and no matter how hard it is life has to go on so i'm not here to just speak about the sadness of my grandmother's death because even in death we rejoice because the lord gave her to us and she did her time and he took her back. So guys, thanks so much for listening in to episode 11 of Living Millennially with Steph Guy, I just want to say a big thank you to all the supporters and the person that have been listening so far to the podcast. And I really hope that this episode was touching. And even if it wasn't touching or even if you found it corny, I just hope that you took something away from it. And before I go, I just want to say um, something very, 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 um, very short that uh, no matter what we go through in life death is a humbling experience and it will make anyone reflect on how much impact they have on the world we don't really want to leave this world without an impact there should be at least one person who can say you know my life was made better because of that person and my grandmother did that for many persons many many persons thanks so much for listening guys and please 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 grieve it's healthy deep breath in and exhale thanks guys tune in to episode 12 next week when i have a special guest Thanks for listening to Living Millennially with Stefkai. If you like what you just heard, please share, leave a review, or you can follow the Instagram page at Live Millennially or me on social media at Stefkai8. Be sure to check out the other episodes if you haven't. What are you waiting for? Join us next time for another episode of Living Millennially with Stefkai. I'm Stefkai. Until then, walk good.